You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock, follow him at Bob Rack on Twitter. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. It's Throwdown Thursday 2.0. Alex Clancy victorious the first week. Uh, Bo is going to try and uh, you know come from underground to, I don't know. Like Our topic is awesome today. We're going to talk about that in a second. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. We put out a poll at Locked on AZ Cards. You decided what you want to hear and see Bo and I debate. We'll do that in the third segment. We'll talk about it in a minute. There were a couple signings made today by the Cardinals. Low level. Um, one guy who definitely has some upside we saw from last year. A hell of a sack dance. And Dennis Gardeck. Um, Dennis Gardeck and Kylie Fitz both signed their one-year tenders. And the Cardinals signed Darice Roberson Jr., an undrafted wide receiver out of Wayne State. Bo, let me just quickly here because – I mean, it's it's a silly season right now. There's a lot of draft talk going around. Let, let's take a little reprieve for a second. If I were to ask you where Wayne State, in what conference they played their football, would you be able to tell me? Not a chance. No? Okay, well, they play their football in the Great Lakes Intercollegiate Athletic Conference. The old GLIAC. Minnesota. Michigan. All right. And I think uh, South Harmon Institute of Technology – is uh is in that uh, college as well. He's 5'9", 170. Uh, in his pro day in 2020, uh, he ran a 4.33 as his fastest 40. So he's got some giddy up. He's an undersized wide receiver. Uh, makes me think what's Andy Isabella's future, and also makes me think this probably is much ado about nothing. But before we get into the nitty, there are some big names that came from Wayne State. So he's not alone after signing with the Arizona Cardinals. Dan Gilbert. The owner of the Cleveland Cavaliers went to Wayne State. Lily Tomlin, one of the funniest women in TV and movie history, went to Wayne State. Jeffrey Tambor, if you're a Arrested Development fan, one of the greatest uh, TV characters, uh, Mr. Bluth from Arrested Development, Jeffrey Tambor. And then Joyke Bell is the NFL name from the uh, Detroit Lions. Tom Sizemore, Tim Meadows, uh, hello ladies. And uh, Casey Kasem, the mic drop, Casey Kasem. (laughs) The top 50, 50, whatever his show used to be, all went to Wayne State. Um, and so did Doris Robertson. Who's no, huh? Just Joyke Bell as far as the NFL ranks. Yeah. Everybody else is pretty much in entertainment. Yes. Yes. Right. Party on, Wayne. Yeah. I, I would have thought you would have said, like, Reggie Wayne would have no. been a good one. Oh, because they have Maybe the same list. That's interesting. Really Wayne clever. Galt. Really clever. It's really clever. <laughs> Uh, the only thing I think about Wayne is when I hear that is Wayne's World and how I used to be in love with Tia Carrera growing up uh, after watching Wayne's World. Um, so these little signings, little cosmetic things, Dennis Gardeck, we'll see. In, in, in his second year of, of comeuppance, we'll see if he can improve upon what he did last year. I don't know if it's possible. I mean, uh, sack per snap count was through the roof. Um, he's a spark plug in the pass rush. And if that's one of the strengths that the Cardinals are going to continue to have, continue to rely on through the 2021 season, he is now an integral part of that. I don't think he's going to be relied upon, 
but he can also be an integral part of it. And I, I'm, it's good. We'll see one more year. If he does what he did last year, this year, he could be looking at a deal to stay with the Cardinals for a while. It's a scary rotation that they're putting together. I mean, you think about that. They'd let Hassan Reddick exit with 12 and a half sacks. They add JJ Watt. They retain Marcus Golden. And now they retain Dennis Gardeck, who you said, I mean, you mentioned who's getting sacks at a outrageous high clip, seven and a half sacks and under a hundred attempts. I mean, that's just great production from a guy that you usually just rely upon as a special teams ace. And they've kept that group for the most part. Trent Sherfield, he left. I believe he's with the San Francisco 49ers now. He goes to a division rival. But, you know, their special teams group that's been solid since Jeff Rogers, their coordinator, came into the building in 2018. Uh, the lone holdover from that group, and the lone positive. I mean, it's, it's, a, good, it's a great signing. It's great that uh, Gardeck, the uh, barbarian is returning to the Arizona Cardinals. He can bring his electric sack dances back to the table and he can bring his production back to both teams and defensive in the defense. We are firm believers and um, card holders of the Dennis Gardeck fan club. Uh, we are, <laughs> we are trying still to get him on the podcast. We hopefully will at some point soon before training camp starts, but it's a good signing. It's not a step for, it's not a step backwards. It's not a bad move. And that's a good thing. That's my motto for Steve Keim this offseason. Some interesting numbers have come out uh, around NFL MVP odds for 2021. Kyler Murray is sitting um, right at, probably at the right spot. Uh, who's ahead of him is a little interesting. And, Bo, before we get into that, before we jump into that next segment, let's go to the Twitter poll. What are you and I going to be debating in the final segment of this Thursday edition of Lockdown Cardinals for Throwdown Thursday? It's going to be Cardinals, should they be on hard knocks? That's kind of a polarizing topic. Some people believe that there's almost like a hard knocks curse. It's a distraction. We'll get into whether it is or whether it's not. Your other options, though, were Kyler Murray, as we're going to discuss, his MVP odds. Is it realistic? Or as we talked to Cameron Cox yesterday, he believes that with the signing of James Conner, that only solidifies that Chase Edmonds is the running back, the RB1 for the Arizona Cardinals, where I think you and I are both in the camp of James Conner. He's is out of his mind. I told him yesterday he's be- out of his mind. Yeah, here's a preview of all the Cardinals' primetime games. It's starting running back James Conner going, James Conner, University of Pittsburgh. That's your starting running <laughs> yeah. back. It's not Chase Edmonds saying he's out of Fordham. He's not going to make the clip. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's Cam Cox. And the other thing about wrestling, listen, I <laughs> – I mean, I had to drop uh, due to, uh, uh, you know, outstanding circumstances yesterday from the from the pod. Like, if he brought up wrestling and I was a part of it, like, if, if we were to have that conversation, did it on Twitter, yeah. I know afterwards, um, yeah. I would boycott the show, and I'm a co-host of the show. I'm not a, I'm not so, a wrestling fan, Bo. To give context to this, there's yeah. the Bird Gang Travel Club. It's the, it's the Twitter group of... of of Cardinals fans that get together and they go on road trips, which it's awesome. Yeah. And they tweeted out a pic of Steve Kime in the background on a WCW, um, I don't know, wrestling match or TV show. And it, I, we, re, we retweeted it with like, uh, you know, some wrestling lingo. And that that's, and I was the one behind the curtain here. I was the one that pulled the strings, but I'm you. with you. I'm not the biggest wrestling fan at all. I'm, I'm not, I, I, as soon as I heard it was it was fake, I'm like, I'm out. What what are we doing? We've we've got we've got sports where it's not scripted. That's way more interesting to me than a couple guys that already know the outcome. It's days of our lives with spandex. That's what <laughs> wrestling is. Sorry, I mean it's true. It's a soap opera, 
with spandex. Alex Clancy, Bo Rock, Lockdown Cardinals. Luckily, this is a football podcast, not a wrestling We're podcast. Lose a lot of fans, for this. listen, I know man, that. it's true. Come on. at Clancy's corner at Bo Brock. I mean, let's let's have a conversation. I really would rather not. I really rather stick to the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> Coming up next, Kyler Murray. Is he exactly where he's supposed to be in the preseason NFL MVP odds for 2021? We'll tackle that next. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals. But first, it's time to talk about our friends at RockAuto.com. I love rockauto.com. It makes my life so easy. I don't like going to chain storefront places to to buy auto parts. I don't want to look like a dummy. With rockauto.com, I can go, I can search. Everything is there at my fingertips. I'm able to look for, you know, tail lights or paint or carpet or whatever. And rockauto.com's got you covered. The prices are reliably low. They're the same prices for manufacturers and do-it-yourselfers. There's no, like, upcharge for not being a manufacturer, which is nice. Go to rockauto.com, write Locked On in their How Did, how did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. Welcome back, Locked On Cardinals. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Um, Peter Bukowski does a great job. Check it out every day, Locked On Now. That's your guy. He also hosts Locked On Packers. If you want any sort of Packers information, he's been doing it for a long time. He's been doing it pretty much as long as I have here the Locked On Podcast Network. We love doing what we do, and he does a great job. He's got a great following for Packers. So check him out, not only on Locked On Packers, but Locked On Now. Um, Bo, let's run down these odds for the 2021 preseason odds for NFL MVP. I'm assuming Patrick Mahomes is the, is the clear-cut favorite. Where does it go after that? You have them in front of you? I actually don't have the, the numbers in front of oh, me. Oh, I have them uh, in front of me. First Fantastic. Time Luckily. Oh, yeah. Just because you put gel in your hair in the morning doesn't mean you're more prepared. All right. Patrick Mahomes <laughs> is 5-1 uh, to one plus 500, so uh, that's pretty obvious. Aaron Rodgers is 9-1. to one. Josh Allen, 10-1. to one. So we're pretty much uh, you scratch at that point. You think Josh Allen has solidified himself, at least before the season starts, as being able to replicate – 80 to 90 percent of what he did last year that'll put him in uh you know in the bronze medal of preseason rankings then it gets a little silly um Dak Prescott plus 14 to 1 or plus 1400 at fourth that offense and especially if Jerry Jones is out of his damn mind still and goes with Kyle Pitts somehow finds a way to finagle the tight end from Florida onto that offense that's the best offense in the NFL right I mean, it's probably top three right now. I don't know. Say what you want about Tampa Bay. I'm not sure if they're going to be able to replicate, even if he, if it even matters until they get to the playoffs. But, I mean, you have Kansas City. Kansas City is pretty skeletoned offensively. They have Tyreek Hill. They have Travis Kelsey. They have a running back, and they have Patrick Mahomes. They have other guys that do things, but their pillars are pretty much solidified. Dallas has weapons. I mean, they have a three-headed monster. They have Ezekiel Elliott. Their offensive line is getting better. They should be healthier. And if they can bring another one in, Dak Prescott, um, I guess it would warrant the fourth. And then Matthew Stafford is 14-1 to as well. (laughs) we got to talk to Sosa Kremenges from Locked on Rams at some point about this. I wonder what he thinks. What an absolute just joke. I mean, you just ran. This Rams hype train is off the rails officially. <laughs> this is it. This is the day. It just it left the station a while ago. And now it's off the rails. 
Give me a freaking break, Matthew Stafford. So you mentioned Mahomes, Rodgers, Josh Allen, Dak Prescott. I can I can imagine a reality that that happens. Sure. Matthew Stafford, who's been on three consecutive losing teams, he's going to win the MVP. You haven't even mentioned Tom Brady. Matthew Stafford is a bigger MVP favorite than Tom Brady. I don't want to live in that reality. That's not reality. That's just – that's absolute – it's, it's preposterous. Listen, that's good, what it is. He's a good Southern kid. You know, him and Clayton Kershaw are friends. The storylines are, I don't know why. I don't know why. I mean, you could put Matthew Stafford slash Sean McVay at 14 to 1. Because that's really what it is. I mean, if he were in Detroit, or say he were in LA with, I don't know, who, uh, uh, Jeff Fisher as the coach with that offense, he wouldn't be 14 to 1. This is a Sean McVay infused juicing of the numbers in the preseason. It's pretty obvious. Yeah. Then give Sean McVay the Coach of the Year award. Yeah, he's and executive producer of the 14-1 to 1 odds. Yeah, or Robert Woods, the receiver of the year. You know, I'm sure Aaron Donald, he's going to vie for, depending on what happens with his allegations, he's going to vie for a fourth defensive player of the year. But Matthew Stafford, if the Rams are good, it like he played slightly better than, than Jared Goff. Yeah. But he's not MVP caliber. Like, he's proven that he's not MVP caliber. He's just not. He was the, the Lions teams he was on, and he was a part of that. You can't just like say he's the outlier. They haven't, they were five and 11 last year. That's but, terrible. But it's never Matthew Stafford's fault in Detroit. But he's going to be, he's going to be applauded if the Rams have success. And this Rams team, it, maybe we'll roast our rivals a little bit later, but like, come on. They, they were a team that was fighting to get into the playoffs just like the Cardinals on the final day of the season. But all of a sudden, they're this darling. They well, still can't protect Matthew Stafford. Like the biggest difference between the Rams that went to the Super Bowl and the Rams now, like, is their offensive line. It's still the same thing. Like quarterbacks like Matthew Stafford and Jared Goff, when they get off, when they're under pressure, they become very pedestrian. They didn't fix that. Like they've they've got poor Andrew Whitworth held prisoner coming back for another season. Poor guy wants to just retire and he's their best by default, he's their best tackle. Yeah, I mean, the emergence of Cam Akers is going to be a big deal this year. We'll see if, like, you know, it's – yeah, it's nice to have three running backs, but to have one guy you can trust and, and use other guys as gimmick guys. I mean, Cam Akers emerged as a top 11 back, a top 12 back towards the tail end of next season. So we'll see if that'll add to the uh, ability for Matthew Stafford to, um, I don't know, throw his hat in the MVP ring. Kyler Murray, 16-1, to uh, just under Matthew Stafford, tied with Tom Brady. Um Tom Brady's 20 years older than Kyler Murray, so it's not a compliment that Kyler Murray and Tom Brady are the same odds. Uh, quickly, before we get to Throwdown Thursday, Bo, I want to get a little more elongated with the last segment. Uh, right? I mean, is that right, 16-1? to 1? I mean, is Yeah, that- it's back-to-back off-seasons where he is. I mean, just sixth as far as the favorite. And Kyler Murray's just one of those guys where he's trendy because people think that he could be one of those guys that pops off like Mahomes did in 2018, like Lamar Jackson did in 2019. Who's missing from this list? He's dropped significantly uh, after he, can't he only throw the passed. Football. Yeah, he only passed 2,700 yards last year. Yeah. Uh, but the the numbers that are key as far as winning MVP that the Cardinals are going to have to reach is, is wins. Like on average, the last 10 quarterbacks that have won the award, they've they've averaged over 13 wins a season, and then total touchdowns. He's going to have to take it up a notch. I think he had, what, 37 total touchdowns last year, 26 touchdown passes, the same as Stafford, and then he had 11 touchdowns on the ground, plus 11 on Stafford, but he's ahead of him, whatever. 
Uh, he's got he had 37s. He's got to add about seven more touchdowns. Average quarterback in ten seasons, 44 total touchdowns. And those were 16 games. So I mean, yeah. you might have to add a couple extra more with the with the 17th true. game. Very uh, true. You know, it's with Kyler. Like, in one of my favorite things to say, even though I don't like saying it, is uh, Kyler Murray will win in spite of Cliff Kingsbury. And that's going to be the biggest thing. It's going to be play calling. It's going to be, can you put Kyler in the best situation to succeed and where he doesn't have to run for his life in an effort to get first downs when you can actually utilize the wide receivers that you have and the running backs out of the backfield to move the ball down the field and not rely everything on Kyler Murray. Uh, Coming up next, it's stored on Thursday. Um, Should the Cardinals be on hard knocks? Sometimes Bo and I will agree most of the time, but one person will take the other side just for fun. We disagree with this. We disagree on this, and it's going to be fun. Throw it on Thursday, Clancy and Brock next Locked on Cardinals. But first, it's time to talk about betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football's over. March Madness is over. We know that. It's been over for a while now. You got NBA. You've got NHL. You got Major League Baseball all day long. You are covered at betonline.ag. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. So go to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code Locked On. Go to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code Locked On. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Final segment, Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock. Follow him at Bob Rack. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. If you want to know any other people who went to Wayne State, please let me know at Clancy's Corner. I've got a I've got a uh, a laundry list of people, Casey Kasem, etc., that went to the same school as the new Arizona Cardinals wide receiver, Darius Roberson. Um 4'3 speed, 4'3'5 speed, or 5'9, 180, 4'3 speed. Steve Kime special. Uh, at least he did it now and not in the second round. Uh, with a wide receiver from McNeese State or, you know, whatever. Um, probably much ado about nothing, but the Cardinals also signed Dennis Gardeck and Kylie Fitz. The wrong fits that we want to find out about at this current state, but we've got three more players on the roster as of April 15th for the 2021 season. We'll see what happens with final cutdowns, but chances are Dennis Gardeck and Kylie Fitz will make the final roster. Uh, it's time for throw it on Thursday. Bo, give me the topic. And I'm going first. All right. It was chosen by our listeners, by our Twitter followers, that they want to know or they want us to debate and throw down on whether or not the Arizona Cardinals should appear on Hard Knocks this summer in 2021. I think it's an emphatic yes that the Arizona Cardinals should be on this season's Hard Knocks on HBO because it would be the most entertaining team in the league to just see them navigate the preseason. We've done this before. How did it work out with Game Plan Episode 1? How did it work out for the 2016 season when the Arizona Cardinals were riding high off their 250-point loss to Carolina in the NFC Championship game? Monday Night Football. Jimmy G taking the place of Tom Brady. And they lose at home on Monday Night Football. Blame it on Chandler Catanzaro if you want to. Jimmy Garoppolo ripped this defense apart. The Cardinals did not know what hit them. And I know this is a completely different team. It's probably a more talented team. But, Bo, going into probably the most fragile year of Kyler Murray's contract so far, there needs to be zero outside impact 
more than there already is. They're going to be under the spotlight for 17 weeks. It's going to be Cliff Kingsbury, Steve Keim, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Green, everybody, all of the additions, J.J. Watt, Malcolm Butler, the, whoever they draft. This needs to be as close to an in-house situation for the Cardinals as possible. Leave the cameras and the circus out of it. I love – I mean, I lo- would love to live in the world where facts are optional as far as – that that's the reality you live in. But I'm going to live in one where the facts are – I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go by them. As oh. far as it doesn't make that big a difference. Number one, it was all or nothing. It wasn't the flight plan. Whatever. It was all or nothing. It was the Amazon series, and it was the team wanting to kind That's of put itself under the spotlight. And as far as the Arizona Cardinals are concerned, when you look at their quarterback and Kyler Murray, when the lights turn brighter, that's when he turns it on. I mean, we've seen it ever since he took over the reins as the starting quarterback at Oklahoma. He was able to duplicate. Baker Mayfield's Heisman Trophy winning season. He went from a baseball prospect to the top pick in the NFL draft to NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year in 2019 to a guy that had 37 total touchdowns and made a, took a gigantic leap in the second season when the expectations were exactly that. Now it's time to turn the lights on a little brighter on this team that has done a lot this offseason, and it would, it would be must-see TV for the Arizona Cardinals to be on this season's Hard knocks. It, there, there's no reason not to do it. And to say that it's going to be a distraction, I just think that that's just a uh, that that's just that argument is old and it's played out. First of all, you're better than that with that response. Number one, this is an all or nothing season for the Cardinals, and if it doesn't go well, that'll be a flight plan for Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kime out of Phoenix. Okay, I know that Kyler Murray shines when the light is brightest, except for in Week 17 and Week 18 when they needed a win against backup quarterbacks. Or against Alabama after spotting Alabama 21 points, he brought them back. They didn't win that game either. In the most important games Kyler Murray's played, he hasn't shined where the light was brightest. He hasn't yet. Okay? The he NFL is completely... Week 17. He part... was hurt. Okay. Well, uh, that's, that's neither here nor there at this point because they didn't win the game. Okay? <laughs> Bo... When it, like all joking aside, yeah. it would be incredible TV. Okay, that's obvious. Anybody that loves sports and football, it would yeah. be no, it would be incredible <laughs> TV for fans and people that don't have deep rooted interest in the teams. It doesn't matter if they fail or not. Cliff Kingsbury is fragile. It is a fragile situation. Okay, Kyler Murray is coming into the year where we're gonna find out how elite he is. You do not need any distractions as much as I want to see inside of practice and JJ Watt flipping tires and his bed habits now when he's 31 you know and Malcolm Butler see how hungry he is and AJ Green show everybody he's still got some left in the tank I'll wait till week one I don't need to see it before I don't need to see Cliff Kingsbury giving everybody fruit juice and fruit snacks and watermelon slices like he's a soccer mom in the middle of OTAs I don't need to see it I don't want to see it what I want to see is them win games starting week one of the 2021 NFL season. And if that's going to happen, keep the damn cameras out. Keep them out. What was your thought of Cliff Kingsbury before he came to the desert? He didn't eat a carb since 2014. That was my only exactly. thought process. He was this Hollywood celebrity-looking head coach. He was he was a Ryan Gosling lookalike that had failed at his alma mater. He went 35 and 40. But before that, he was kind of a darling, wasn't he? Because he, he, he was loose. He was doing the Dougie or whatever at practice with his players. Stupid. And then for whatever reason, probably because, you know, he, he got burned and his teams weren't very good, 
despite having Patrick Mahomes, he he tightened up. He buttoned up the top button on his shirt. He needs to loosen up. He needs to be Hollywood again. He needs to be doing the Dougie at practice. And maybe if the cameras are on, maybe he'll he'll be his old Hollywood self. I think that's important for the Arizona Cardinals. It's important for Cliff Kingsbury. And look, if he can't handle the cameras being on and being on home box office, then, you know, he's the wrong guy for the job. So weed him out. <laughs> What are you, an English scholar? It's home box office, not HBO. Listen, if you want to call Devin Booker and ask his girlfriend to come in and talk to the team about how to maneuver around a reality show, that's fine. Stop it. This is not something that the Arizona Cardinals need to, you know, situate themselves around. Cliff Kingsbury, regardless of how much, you know, bread he eats, I probably eat more for the, you know, enough for the both of us. He does not have the mental strength to be able to do this. He doesn't. We haven't seen it yet at any level of coaching. I'm sure he's a better leader than what the media puts out. I'm sure he is. But it is such a tumultuous door to open if it doesn't go well. If it doesn't go well, you'll find out right away. And then you're now looking at, and I'm not saying it's going to be the main catalyst for why the Cardinals don't go over 500 in 2021, but if it's part of it, London Bridge is coming down, man. Rome is burning, if that's the case. So why would you subject yourself in such a fragile ecosystem right now to the pomp and circumstance that's really only set for Jerry and the Dallas Cowboys, where they can withstand it, because they're going to be a bright spectacle that people are going to want to go play at no matter what. I would say, you know what, Jerry? Take it away. Keep it out of the desert. And, yeah, that's all I got. It doesn't have to be John McClain and Die Hard walking on glass. It doesn't have to be that. You, I mean, they're creating that idea. I mean, it, just like you said with 2016, when that team lost to the New England Patriots, and I think Bruce Arians is on record saying that team, that team was kind of showing, hey, we're not ready. After it week nothing, one. After week one, he said the season was lost. I know, but it had nothing to do with all or nothing. It had nothing to do with the camera crew being there. It had a little bit to do with the fact that they had Brandon Williams getting burned by Chris Hogan on, on the outside and giving up a big play, a guy that was playing running back in college, and he was thrown into the starting lineup with the Arizona Cardinals. That also played a big role. Let's let's also look at you know the fact that they were just beaten and this team folded just at the first sign of adversity. That, like it has nothing to do with the all or nothing cameras and it's going to have nothing to do as far as Cliff Kingsbury being the right guy or the wrong guy with the cameras from HBO being in there this summer. You better get a debate coach, man. Cause you're Owen to Alex Clancy, Bo Brock locked on Cardinals. We will <laughs> continue this conversation tomorrow. Um, it's a fun one seriously. And listen, as a fan, obviously I jump on that side. I'd love to watch the inner workings, but I'd rather them keep it tight to the vest and, Show us week one of the 2021 season that they're ready. Alex Clancy, Bob Rock, Locked on Cardinals. We'll talk to you tomorrow.